uh, to help us try and understand uh, what's going on uh, a bit more and uh, hopefully maybe even look into a crystal ball over the next uh, 12 hours or so. Jill Rutter is Senior Research Fellow at the Think Tank UK in a Changing Europe. Jill, afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thanks for sparing us five minutes on BBC Coventry and Warwickshire. What do you think? Is a deal still possible today? It appears to be possible, uh, though it's clearly going back because we've had this sort of succession of rolling deadlines, a bit like Brexit itself, that we keep on thinking we're getting to a hard deadline and then suddenly it gets extended. So uh, it's getting later and later in the evening, but tomorrow lunchtime the EU leaders start showing up in Brussels for their meeting. So maybe that's the sort of hardest of hard deadlines. So, uh, so they seem to be going later than we expected. Don't quite know what's going on. And really conflicting rumours coming out. One minute you get a tweet saying stumbling blocks all overcome, it's going plain sailing, and then you get a not-so-fast from someone else. Hmm. Um, are we to read anything into the EU chief negotiators, Michel Barnier, putting back uh, the times at which... I mean, we've been hearing all day he's going to brief the EU 27 on the state of negotiations. That was due to happen this morning. We were told then it was going to be 4 o'clock. We're now told it's going to be 6 o'clock. Is there, uh, are we to read anything into that? I think what we have to read into it is they're not quite there yet because clearly Monsieur Barnier wants to brief everybody as soon as possible because these EU ambassadors who he's going to brief need to then go and tell the countries, so, you know, the presidents, uh, prime ministers who are turning up tomorrow, what on earth's going on because they need to be ready to sign up whatever deal the EU has done. So that's quite an important step because uh, while the EU's been remarkably united so far and also generally pretty willing to let the uh, chief negotiator, Michel Barnier, do everything, they've been in this sort of tunnel process where there aren't, you know, that isn't that much communication out. So it may just be that uh, that he discovers that they're not all on board. So he'll want to give them some notice for doing that. So I think you can take it as a sign that they haven't completely agreed things yet. Mm. Um, and that's why it keeps on going back, because also the appearance of setting these deadlines and it going back means that they you know, are hitting maybe slightly more difficulties than they expected. And, uh, and uh, obviously all the concentrations on, on Brussels at the moment and Europe and the conversations that are going on there, but uh, you will have, Jill, from your own experience, having worked in the Treasury, having worked in Number 10 uh, yourself as a senior civil servant, what's going on back here in the meantime? Well, the Prime Minister's obviously got this sort of difficult act. He needs to agree something with Europe. And as you said earlier, he also needs to get it through Parliament because Theresa May did the getting the agreement with Europe bit. Her big problem was she couldn't get the getting it through Parliament bit done. And that's why her you know, treaty failed three times to get uh, support in Parliament. So he's trying to keep those people in line. And one of the things we've seen today is uh, over the past couple of days is talks between the various factions that he needs to keep on side. And the people he's particularly interested in are Ulster's Democratic Unionists um, and his, you know, what we usually call the hardline Brexiters, so the people who voted, the Conservatives who voted against May's deal, the European Research Group, the sort of self-style Spartans. Mm. Um, and, they, and they may go together. They may be in a situation where if the DUP oppose the deal that'll make it hard for some of those people to support it um but they their interests aren't necessarily the same so he's doing a bit of a juggling act back there because there's no point signing up to something in europe and making concessions in europe if he then can't get the deal through parliament and talking to parliament uh we're due to sit on saturday aren't we uh in order to try and uh, get this done 
We don't quite know that because one of the questions is, is there something that's concrete enough to put before Parliament on Saturday? Clearly, the Prime Minister's keen not to have to write that grovelly letter yes. that the Ben uh, Ben Act forces him to ask for an extension. He's you know, set his mass by the 31st of October or that language about do or die. You know, that's his deadline. He doesn't want to have to be writing the letter, though uh, I think Steve Barclay, the Brexit Secretary, told the House of Commons uh, exiting the EU committee this morning that the government would write the letter. Uh, so he doesn't want to have to do that. The only way he gets out of that is to have a deal that is sufficiently legal. So, you know, he's got to put a draft of the agreement, not just a few sort of bullet points saying we think we're pretty close, guys. Uh, he needs to put that through before Parliament on Saturday to have a vote to approve it so he doesn't have to write that letter. But at the moment, we don't definitely know that decision is going ahead because if there isn't that sort of agreement, nothing firm enough, and the EU is talking about a possible another Brexit summit later this month just to add to the excitement and keep us hanging on a bit more, then uh, then Parliament won't sit and he'll just write that letter, we assume. We don't know what else he might do, but he has said he would write that letter. Like the fact you've uh, referred to it as being exciting. Uh, (laughs) uh, And if that's how we're... All trying to get our excitement these days to, to speak about exactly where we've got to in this process. Uh, thank you uh, so much, Jill. Appreciate that. And hopefully that's, uh, that's helped inform us or at least explain a bit more uh, about uh, what's going on, uh, certainly in Brussels with the process at the moment, and uh, give you a little timeline, uh, if not for the next 24, 48 hours, certainly uh, into potentially the weekend as well. Jill Rutter from UK in a changing Europe.